beautiful souls and welcome to the Find Your Feminine podcast with your host Carly Jade, where we discuss all things harnessing your menstrual cycle, trusting your intuition and letting go of limiting beliefs. I am a rapid transformational therapy practitioner helping women just like you all over the world find themselves, uncover their soul's purpose and live an abundant life fully in feminine flow. I am so happy that you've shown up today and without further ado ladies let's jump straight into today's episode. beautiful souls and welcome back to the find your feminine podcast i'm really excited for today's topic i feel like yeah this year has been really magical and really beautiful for me and it has the opportunity to be that way for everyone but i guess i just wanted to talk about the polarity and how people are seeing things differently and for a lot of time i felt a little bit of guilt for having my best year yet and I finally come to the agreement or the realization that I don't need to feel the skills anymore and I'll explain why. So first and foremost I just wanted to let you guys know that I'm not trying to shy away or take away anyone's pain during this time. It has been difficult and I understand there has been financial hardship, emotional traumas, Physical traumas has been a lot this year. I mean, if you think about it, we had the bushfires to begin with, and that was a whole really big thing, and it was really beautiful to see everyone come together for that. And then we had the passing of Kobe Bryant on the 26th of Jan, and I feel like that was maybe the, yeah, I think it was the 26th. I feel like that was the beginning. And this 2020 year has been beautiful because the the way that we view things is so much clearer like way more brighter uh, and the happiness is brighter but also with that great polarity if things get better other things get worse and there's also been so much sorrow and we've seen the really good highs and the really big lows and it's been a massive year and it makes sense that everyone is probably drained at this point and which is why so many people are coming inwards and taking care of themselves. So I'll share a little bit about my story first and how I got to start my business in 2020 during a pandemic. So in when I came back from America, I was trying to find a new job. And it, not to say that I didn't like my job where I was. It was the, the culture where I was. It was it wasn't a match to my energetics and I was constantly feeling like I was being pushed down and I just wanted to be in a place where I guess I didn't have to go to work in tears. It was, it was a hard time and the energy, I don't know about you guys, but what I felt the energy in like January, February, it was so intense. We're at the point where like China is going crazy and then we're in Australia and we're like, nah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. And laughing about this whole thing. Like I remember being at this, uh, the mind, body and soul or spirit, uh, festival in February and we were talking about it and a friend got a text from her mom and be like, go and get your two weeks of supplies and make sure you get it. And then we all laughed and we're like, no, you don't need to do that. And it's just funny to look back on that now. But yeah, so 
I guess I was in a position where I was trying to shift my life, but everything I did wasn't working for me. I went for so many job interviews, applied for so many jobs, and I wasn't getting any of them. And then at this festival, I went and saw a psychic, and she told me that I the reason I hadn't found a job yet was simply because I hadn't learned my lessons. And I was like, what lessons? And it turned out that I had to be in that environment to learn how to protect my energy because that's a skill that I hadn't learned yet. Uh, I mean, anyone who's listening to this and has worked in hotels or hospitality know it's a quite intense environment. It's 24 hours a day. People, uh, hospitality is just always like this. It's always on the run. Go, 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 go. Really sacrifice your self-care. And I was just in a position where I was really good at my job and I loved my job, but it was just the industry that I was in, I wasn't loving. So yeah, I was trying to find something new and I couldn't find anything. And then the psychic said I had to deal with how to protect my energy. And what she meant was because I'm such a high energetic person and I feel energy so often, I had to learn how to pretty much put like a barrier around myself, like a clear protection just to not let anyone in and affect my energy no matter where I am and I needed to learn that skill because I use it every day with my my work that I do now and it was really interesting to look back on that and another thing she told me was I won't get a job till June and when she told me this I started bawling out crying in the middle there's like probably I don't know a thousand people around I was crying I was not happy I because I just put so much energy I was doing all these big elaborate uh cover letters and it was where all my energy was going to be told that I wasn't getting a job till June ah I was getting really upset so but obviously I didn't know that COVID was going to happen probably two weeks after that I felt more at ease with my job. I things started to settle down for me because I guess I finally accepted that things I need to learn my lesson before I can move on and just taking it for what it is and see what happens. Not to get too hung up on what the psychic said, but I guess I was finally I put my hands up and I just said, okay, fine. That's fine. And then, yeah, two weeks later on the 23rd of March, March, I was stood down. So basically the week before, so the 13th of March to the 20th, I was working from home that week because we got our dog Kopi and I wanted to stay home with him. And it was quite funny. There was literally no work because my inbox was full of cancellations. So I, hindsight, I got a lot of time to spend with my new uh, puppy that I just got. And then... The Sunday before the Monday, so I think it was about the 20, 22nd, I got a phone call from my general manager and just said to come in and for a chat. And I just instantly knew that everyone was going to get stood down. It wasn't like a surprise for me. It was quite obvious. And I remember driving into work that day and I was singing. I was like so happy because finally I got time and I've been someone I love working and I, I I always love to strive to do better and work really hard like I've been working I'm sure like most people since they were 14 but I've never had a time 
in my life where I wasn't achieving something or going for something. Like I've never allowed my time, my, myself just to rest. But I, I was really grateful for some time to rest. So yeah, we got to sit down. Uh, I got told to go to Centrelink and do all that stuff. And it was really sad. So that day I went to Centrelink and I brought my book because I knew it was going to be quite a long time. And it was really weird to stand there sort of in like a middle perspective. Like I wasn't happy to be there, but I wasn't sad to be there. And I was just using the time just to read my book. And there was a lady behind me with two kids, like crying her eyes out. There was people yelling, screaming. Some chick got angry at me because I, st- I stood within her 1.5 meter range for something. I think I picked something up off the floor. Like people were just living in this fear state. And I... Myself, I sort of, I got in that as well and I didn't realize at the time, but I was obsessing over the news. I remember waking up, as soon as we'd wake up, we would, we were sleeping in the lounge room at the time because we were trying to train Kopi and we would turn on the news and we'll watch it all morning, watch ScoMo, watch Anastasia, like just what was happening in Queensland, what was happening in the world and I was living in this state of fear And then one day I was like, fuck this. I'm just turning off the news. I don't want to listen to it. I stopped watching any TV at all. Like to this day, we don't watch any shows that show commercials or anything that can really sort of take morph our opinion or views differently. Uh, For that reason, I've never really watched the news because I it just it, it, they never show anything positive. So I get them on my phone, just like big things, like a tsunami or something like that. But little things where it's not to say that it's not meaningful, but it's they're all controlled by the government or they're all controlled by personal entities. So they have control over what's being said over the media. And what sits right in my belly is not following that. And I had like three stages during COVID. So the first one, I was very much in my fear, but also I was very much in my masculine in the sense that I had to keep busy. I was like creating to-do lists, uh, washing the car, taking Kopi for a walk, doing the grocery shopping if there was any left. And yeah, it was quite funny that I, because at my normal job where I did what I just left, I always had a to-do list and I still do today and have to highlight it all off. And that's what gives me satisfaction. And because I didn't have anything to do, I was doing that with him. And uh, yeah, and then it got to about probably like May or April or May. And I was like, right, I've been doing this for like a couple of months now. Where have I gone? What have I achieved? And then I felt a bit sad. And then I think Matt was away, surprise. And I locked myself into my room for a few days. I'm not even kidding, probably like three or four days. I came out to go to the toilet and everything else and eat, but I didn't leave the house. And I pretty much stayed in my room and I did heaps of meditations. I did heaps of inner child work, just trying to decipher... I guess, what was 2020 trying to teach me? And so many things, uh, so many things it taught me, but I also got so much clarity and closure from my inner child and my past life, or I say past life as being a child. And I was able to step into that person that I wanted to be. And it was literally like overnight, like click of a finger, I don't know, it just felt like a shedding 
And then I finished my course, my hypnotherapy course. I did like heaps of practice on friends and family, well, just friends pretty much. And then I have my business and it just like skyrocketed and it's never felt so right. And I even, it, it was perfect timing because I remember being, I think it was about June, maybe a bit before June, I was like, I was crying to Matt on the phone I think maybe it was in person and I was like what if I get out of COVID and I have to go back to work or I haven't achieved anything and I was so upset so upset and he just said well you don't have to go back to work if you don't want to and I'm very independent like I do have to support myself and I don't like asking for money, even though he's never put anything. He's the most supportive person in the world. He's never even questioned money. It's just he supports my vision and my dream, and he knows that I have the potential to make it really big. But obviously, I've only had this business for a few months now, which has taken off profoundly. It's been amazing, and I love all of my clients. So if you're listening, thank you. But yeah, it was, it was a really weird time. And then I was crying to him because I said, how am I going to be a hypnotherapist? How am I going to do this? I don't have any confidence. And I just had some anxiety, like how am I to heal people? And then, I don't know, I, I can't tell you what I did because everything just shifted. It was really strange. At the same time, this could possibly be it. I learned how to access my Akashic records. I did a course on this at the same time of this period where I went inwards and stayed in my house for a few days. And this was, if you haven't heard of Akashic Records or if you're interested in it, please follow uh, Ashley Wood from ALN Within. She is incredible, but I did her course. And basically what your Akashic Records is, is we all are, we all have past lives. I have, I have 600 and everyone has different amount of different past lives. And we, through the Akashic Records, it's like a library. So we are able to access that library of all of our past lives and ask questions to our higher self and just get some guidance from our higher selves or our guides, pretty much. And I mean, I could get into this more. I might get into, into this more in another episode. Um, but that's also something else that I've learned. And I guess meeting my higher self gave me the motivation to... Yeah, just to not take for granted this time because I was getting paid JobKeeper this whole time. What what government, like when else in the world that you've been alive has the government freely, openly given you money just to sit at home without being on like obviously settling and having all the jobs to apply for? And But obviously because I had JobKeeper, it was from my employee. Like when... When in the world has that ever happened? And I just had to really take advantage of that. I said, if I get out of this and I haven't done anything with all this time that I've been gifted, I'm going to be really regretful. And 2020, it's just about trusting yourself and listening to yourself and coming home to yourself and to stop following the leader and to start following yourself. And that's all what happened. I've never been a follower. I feel like I've always done quite random things. Um, I don't really like to give in to the social norms, I guess. I, well, if I just follow things that light me up pretty much. And 
it makes sense because I'm a generator with my human design chart. If you haven't looked up your human (laughs) human design chart, please do. It's free online. You just have to know your time of birth. And when I learned this, basically a generator, which is what I am, opportunities come to me. And then if it lights me up, I will take action, inspired action on those tasks and helping people lit me up. And I learned this amazing modality to help people. And then I pretty much had a conversation with myself and I'm always having conversations with myself. (laughs) I'm like my best friend. And I was like, if not now, then when? If not you, then who? Who's going to make the business if you don't do it? If you don't do it now, then when? Like now is the perfect timing to make a business. A business healing people, a business that is can be predominantly online. So if COVID did have a, ever happen again, it can just be online. And this is a time where so many people are going inwards and looking at themselves. And then, yeah, as I said, something just clicked and then I finished my course and then here we are today. And I just wanted to let you guys know that I came out of the fear side because I understand that People just want answers and people are too scared to listen to themselves sometimes. So they need some guidance. And I remember there was like a a video going around about the Chinese government or Wuhan linking up with the US to create this virus. And there was this girl who always was entrapped in prison or something and she wasn't able to get out but she finally got out and every time she speaks out she gets sent back there or something like that she's a part of the the vaccine crew I don't know and it was basically just saying that this virus was created to control us and at the time I believed it and when I was showing people and they questioned it I got really upset and I was like well how can you not see this and then it wasn't until, yeah, I just really came from my middle space and I can see both sides and I, I understand both sides, but I don't let that affect me. And I just follow what's true to me and look at the positives because this year has been phenomenal. It's, as I said before, it's really sad what has happened, all the people that have passed away. And I guess going inside and being locked down, like what Melbourne was happening in Melbourne right now for a second wave of coronavirus, it is hard. But more so now than ever, we need to come together. But all coronavirus is doing is creating a divide. It's like a big debate team. Are you pro-vaccine? Are you anti-vaccine? Are you pro-mask or are you anti-mask? And it's just... We, if we don't have the same opinion as someone else, we instantly need to cut them out of our lives. And I don't think that's right. We are on this earth today. We chose to be here and we are on this earth to experience polarity, the highs and the lows, the the truths and the false. And I guess people that follow, I'm very, all the stuff that I work in is all about energetics. And I guess some people are more science-based, but chances are, if you have stuck around this long, you probably will live a little bit more in energy. And I don't mind if you're science-based or if you're coming from a space of 
energetics and spirituality, but as long as we have love, it doesn't really, if someone comes to me with their opinion, I honor their opinion. It, it doesn't make any difference to my opinion, but as long as we're showing love to these people, because that's the only thing that will really cure us is love. And if there's no love, then there's darkness. And I guess with this year, and referring to Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter movement has always been there and it's never gone. It's just 2020 has like this big torch and it's shining a light on all this stuff. And there's always been stuff going on in politics, but we're shining a light on it. There's always been everything, but it's just, it's just coming up to the surface and we're finally seeing it for what it is. And now we're able to make a decision. And yeah, as I said before, there is going to be a great divide coming and it just depends on where you want to sit. Do you want to sit in your middle place uh, with love or do you want to pick a divide and just create this separation again? <sighs> 2020 has also taught me to not only live in my energetic body, in my physical body, but just to really honor my gifts. And I found out my gifts through a couple of RTT sessions, but in my essence, I've always sort of known. I have always attracted people to really open up themselves to me really easily. And I never really understood why I was just being myself. But I remember I got this new job once and I walked in and I only met this chick for probably like two minutes. And then she was already telling me how like a cousin slept with this person and then they're filing for divorce and blah, 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 and all this stuff. And she doesn't know what to do. And I was like, damn, I've really just met you. <laughs> it's been insane. But I've always had this ability to, yeah, people just open up to me. And I was at my other jobs, I was always like a middle person where people would come to me just to like debrief or just to express their concerns, just so they knew that they were being heard. And I always wanted to help people, but I didn't know how to besides just talking to them. I, I actually didn't have anything physically or emotionally that I could set them on their way with. And then it wasn't until I learned RTT that I finally had a tool to help people and it, it felt so much better. And I've always, always wanted to do this. I, in grade 12, I had to choose whether what degree I had to do, but I didn't have a high enough OP. So I had to choose business and I don't regret that at all, but it's been a bit of a delay, but I'm so glad I didn't go the, down the psychology route because RTT is so much better suited to me. So that's one thing it's really taught me. And I just wanted to stand testament that everyone has their own gifts. We are, we all choose to be here at this specific time and we all choose our own gifts and it's just whether you want to listen to them or you want to numb them out so you don't. There's no difference. In my sessions, I have a lot of people tell me what their gifts are and a lot of people tell me what they want to do with their life, but consciously they have no idea because we need to shut up the ego. The ego is there to keep us alive, but we, it's trained to, how do I say it? Think of like the worst possible case and your subconscious is your truth. But the ego, you need to have ego if ego if you are a human, there's no question about it, but it just depends what way you want to come from. And if you want to find uh, what your true core is and what your true authentic self is as well.
And we all have gifts in this world, but once we honor them, then the abundance flows in. I feel like a lot of people are so scared. They they say, all right, I want to do this, but then that means I have to quit my job and not have money for a while, or I have to sacrifice eating out, or I have to sacrifice doing this. And you growth doesn't come from not sacrificing. You will have to sacrifice something, but just depends on how bad you want it. So I might go into like life purpose in another episode. If you are interested, I do work with people that are trying to find their life purpose. It's a pretty cool process. Uh, But yeah, I am just so glad that I, I found mine, I guess. And what I believe is true is people get sick when they're living outside of their body. And what I mean by that is their energetic body. Their phys- so you've got your energetic body, which is your soul. And then you have your physical body, what we can touch and feel. I was going to say taste, but it's not appropriate. <laughs> um, and then when your soul is living out of your energetic body, that is when diseases can manifest. And again, my work is just getting your soul back in. And just realign. And I made a post about this recently, about 2020 vision. And I thought it was quite funny that we call it that because how I perceive 2020 is the year that we finally opened our eyes to the truth. As I said before, we've got a big torch at the moment, shining out the light on all the things that are happening in the world. No one's hiding. Like with the Black Lives Matter, all the people that were posting videos of people getting shot and killed, like that, no, we can't hide from this anymore. It's time to finally face it. And that's just what this year is. And another weird, weird story. So when I was six, I was cross-eyed and I had to get my eye taken out. It was a whole thing, but it just uh, meant that I was long-sighted in one eye and short-sighted in the other eye. So I always had trouble focusing on my, my computer or like reading. I struggled with that if I didn't have my glasses on. So it was quite funny. I sort of wear my glasses, but not all the time. Very rarely, just because I don't, I usually didn't go on the computer too much. And it's only when I'm working late at night and uh, I don't usually work at night anyway, only if like I want to read. And then all of a sudden, probably about a month and a half ago, I was feeling a bit dizzy and my eyes were having trouble straining. And a couple of years ago, I had needed quite strong glasses in one eye, like it, they weren't completely perfect but one eye was a bit (laughs) not wonky but just a bit blurry and I yeah I went to the optometrist a couple of weeks ago about a month ago and I just said I've been getting a lot of dizzy spells like I feel quite dizzy I think it's because I'm working on my computer and I'm not wearing my glasses and then he was testing my eyes for ages and he was like is this better and I said worse is this lens better nope worse And then he looked at me, he was like, Carly, you don't need glasses. I said, what do you mean? He's like, you have 20-20 vision. I was like, that's strange because I didn't before. Like my eyes actually got better. I don't know how. And he basically said, I can give you reading glasses if you want. It's it's got no prescription and I swear like the lowest little dose, it's only if I like go on the computer or something for too long and it's got the like receptors the the green light or the blue light receptors on there 
but I really don't need them. And it, the dizzy spells have stopped and I really don't wear the glasses too much. Um, it was only because it's on my health fund and I was like, oh, it's free. May as well get it. But yeah, I just thought that was quite funny that my eyes actually got better with time. And yeah, I have no words. There is going to be another energetic push. And this one is going to be in October, October 9th. And apparently we go back inside and this is a time where we have to react or wait. Everything will happen. It'll be really quick and sudden, just like the last two energetic pushes, the first one COVID and the second one Black Lives Matter. And I guess react once we've come from our middle space, uh, from not a yes or a no, just from the middle calming space and look at it for what it is not for trying to find the answer so I don't I don't know what it is I've been talking to a lot of girlfriends and some people like aliens or some people think it's like the vaccine's going to come or yeah we can sit here and guess all day but who knows but there's going to be another push so we'll see what happens And this is also a really great chance to start those small daily rituals for yourself. And what I mean by that is small daily things that increase your self-care and things that you make into a practice so you don't get to the state of burnout again, whether that's making sure you journal every day or a bath in the afternoon or yoga and meditation just before bed or uh, before dinner. So many different rituals that you can do depending on what suits you best. We're all different and we need to find what lights us up at the end of the day. But for myself, I every morning I love reading and I love meditating and cuddles with my puppy. And those are the two things that I do before I go to the gym. And I allow, I always love, I've always loved to get up before the sun. If anything, all of COVID actually, I always got up around five or six, really no later than six. I just, I've always been a time person when I was a kid. I don't always have to wake up. I'm talking like five or six years old. My mom used to drive my mom insane. When I was a kid, I would have to wake up at like six or seven, I think, on the dot. And then I would have to have my lunch ready at 12 o'clock. I'm still the same. What time is it now? 11.30. Gonna have my food soon. And I have to have my dinner between like five and six and I'm still the same. It's quite funny, actually. And I've always had like my three meals in a day. And I've always been quite time orientated with that. And I always go to bed at nine o'clock and nine to 10, depending on what I've got on the next day. And I love it. And I read my, uh, my natal chart the other day. So like your birth chart and it kept saying rich, like a routine, routine, routine. And for so long, COVID allowed me not to have a routine and I did like it for a little bit, but then it's dawned on me that I actually love routines and then there were so many signs telling me to get a routine again so I'm slowly creating a routine that works well for me but it's hard to create a routine that's the same every day because I'm different every day and I have different things to do every day I'm no longer working nine to five I sort of work around the clock whenever I feel inspired to do it and Every day is different, but I still keep those a couple of things that I do every morning and that's what's important for now. So 
just some things that you've taken away or some key points that I want to retouch on. It's just looking at 2020 as a chance for you to come back to yourself. And it's about trusting yourself and listening to yourself and coming home to yourself and to start following the leader and to start following yourself. And I'm so big on gut instinct and intuition because once we listen to our intuition, it's always right. It's always working for you as well. And the messages that you get from your gut or your intuition or downloads or however long, however you want to call it, they are always correct and they're always for you. And everyone has unique, uh, like intuition thoughts. Like every, no one's going to have the same thought. And and just to understand that, I guess at this time in place we being tested by the media and we're being tested by the people around you and your boss or whoever that makes you feel like you need to pick a side because I'm here to say you don't need to pick a side as long as you come in with your heart space or your heart open and just love that is the main thing because as long as you know what sits true for you and sits well in your body then that's absolutely true. You don't need anyone else's validation to prove otherwise. And we also need polarity in this world to experience good and bad. we That's why we're here. So hopefully I have shown a little bit of a different side to COVID and 2020 to sharing my story. Uh, it's not over yet. We've still got a few more months, so we'll see what else has in store. But this has been my most favorite year yet. And not to mention, I was engaged at the start of the year and got our uh, little puppy who is my life. So it's been a beautiful year. I've absolutely loved it. So if you have had a good year or a bad year, I would love to hear your story as well. So please uh, send me a DM on Instagram or send me an email. I would love to hear from you and connect with you. But that's all from me today. I hope you have a lovely day and until next time. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I would love to hear your key takeaways. So please leave a review on your favorite podcast app and don't forget to share this episode on social media and tag me at Carly Jade. Now go out and find your feminine.